Good afternoon, Fabrizia. How are you today? I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I did uh, my little uh, practice session this morning. I did a little bit of workout because I I tend to sleep at times, but I decided that I mean I need to walk the walk and not just talk the talk. So mm. starting practicing, and this is about my my physical exercise, which has nothing to do with photography, but I still think it's an important practice to do every morning for me at least how was your day yeah it's been good it's uh, i'm an hour behind you so i've just finished lunch but um it's uh, it's a gorgeous day today so it's a gorgeous day. started off well there's a lot to do and i'm busy but i'm happy and i'm putting in deliberate practice <laughs> <laughs> yeah we we talked a lot about the concept of deliberate practice, what it is, what it means to do deliberate practice with very practical, excuse the pun, uh, tips and tricks for doing it. But today I wanted to uh, address uh, one objection that people sometimes have. And people say, and I, and I know I'm guilty of that myself, sometimes people say, okay, I want to practice like I want to take photos every day. I want to go out and take photos or I want to write or I want to paint or whatever it is. I know that it's important for me, but I'm just lacking the motivation and the inspiration. My muse is not giving me the necessary inspiration, so I end up doing nothing. Right. Does that that happen to you as well? Yes. Well, of course, there are days when we really don't feel like doing we well, we don't produce our best work because we can be tired or you know there are days like that and i think we need to make allowances for days where we're just a little bit under par under the weather um yesterday was a day like that for me i was um i traveled i've had two weeks of really intense work when i was in in austria and then i came to England and I drove all the way to where I am now. And then yesterday I was supposed to, you know, rest in the morning and work in the afternoon. And in the end, it was like, I did a little bit, but it was like, <laughs> I was exhausted. So I decided just to take the time and read instead, which is something that I need to do anyway for my work. So I think we need to also be flexible to uh, manage things as we as we as we feel but on the other hand there are some practices and some you know things that are, are good to be to, to be to to be part of our daily routine or our daily schedule yeah. and that determines all you know the, the actual moving forward that we do otherwise it doesn't happen so just working or doing work when you're inspired uh that's a little bit risky yeah, yeah there, there's something to be said for for taking a break uh, once in a while uh, again we're, we're not scripting this these episodes but so we didn't plan to, to to be talking about taking breaks but but i think that's an important thing right we we say we need to to practice we need to practice every day we need to do work we need to do a lot of work as ira glass says but I mean, taking a vacation is a great thing to do once in a while, even just to 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 relax, to to empty your mind and so on. Well, well, 
definitely talk about the importance of taking breaks and pauses and vacation yeah. in uh, in another episode probably but le let's still stick to the the mind the mindset the working mindset to to doing the necessary work to to close the gap to become better and uh, as you said uh, you cannot wait for uh, for inspiration to strike you uh, i would like to to quote um, todd henry uh, who wrote a, uh, books about uh, creativity especially and uh, uh, he had this uh, there is this quote and he says i only write when i'm motivated i just happen to be motivated every day at 8 a.m Yes. <laughs> which is a way of saying that every day at 8 a.m. he sits down and starts writing. Yes, and it's really important to have uh, times and routines and habits and uh, just uh, to plan our work and, um, and and make it happen. Otherwise, we if we don't plan for it, it's not going to happen by itself, obviously. I think that the key word here is consistency. Right, you need to yes. your work to be consistent. Uh, if you only do the work when it's convenient, when it's fun, when it's exciting, then you will never achieve remarkable results. You need to uh, to sit down uh, every day uh, and do the necessary work. Um, well, we'll talk a bit about ways to help people uh, bridge that 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 block, uh, that thing. Okay, I, I get up in the morning. I don't feel like it. I'm tired. I'm lazy. I just have the, to check social media. I've got 10,000 emails to to look at and so on. And so you end up in a, in a tunnel, in an endless tunnel of uh, reading Facebook posts or funny memes on, on internet and watching YouTube videos and so on. And you never do the necessary work. Um, well, I think there is this belief that when you do creative work, um, especially if we talk, especially for people who don't do creative work all the time. So I know that some of our listeners may have normal jobs and then they have, um, you know, a passion or something they pursue, or maybe it's a second job, or maybe something they just got into to become a, their first job. And all creatives that decide to do, like, become photographers or designers and set up their own business. And there's this thing that, you know, the business you work on or, you know, a job you work on every day, but um, the actual creative part needs to kind of, you need, you know, a bolt of lightning in the sky and some angels singing and the unicorns coming down, floating, and then you are like in the zone and then you can really produce some excellent, fantastic work. Now, there are some moments in our lives when we have that inspiration and that idea and you go like, ah, that you see that thing, you know, and you go like, oh, I had this really good idea. And then you, 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 you know, make it, at least you write it down and you think it's a great idea, but then you need to make it happen. And then sometimes that's not so easy. That's just doing the work. So, um, and sometimes the idea doesn't come at all and you're just waiting for it and waiting for it and waiting for it. And it's, it's not going to come until you actually sit down and do something. Action brings inspiration. I really believe that. And the more action you take, the more ideas you get. 
Yeah, another. That's in my experience. It is definitely another artist that uh, said something similar about that is the is Chuck Close, who is a painter, and he said inspiration is for amateurs. The rest of us just show up and get to work. Yes. And the belief that things will grow out of the activity itself, and that you will through work bump into other possibilities and kick open doors that you would never have dreamed of if you were just sitting around looking for a great art idea. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what happens. This is kind of a, a common theme that uh, I found uh, running through the what various artists, be there photographers, be there writers, be there um, painters in this case, have expressed. Uh, you need to, to get down to work and, and do the work anyway. Yes, it's, um, it's not easy because especially for creatives, we tend to be, um, I think we tend to have, you know, uh, to, to listen to emotions maybe more than other people. I don't know if that is true or if it's just uh, my experience, but we tend to um, feel things and and um, be maybe a bit more influenced by the situations and what we are going through at the moment to influence our work as well. So to manage to treat creative work as if I was showing up at the office is, um, you know, it's a decision that we need to make. And it's like you said at the beginning, a mindset and an, an attitude uh, the way we see things more than, you know, what the actual work itself. The work doesn't change. It's just the way we approach it that changes. And just to be clear, this is not only for professionals. Okay, I think well, this is for everyone. Yeah. Um, it's, we, uh, that's why I said at the beginning, especially if this is a second job or, or, or just a hobby for somebody who has another work, it's easy to think, oh, well, when I show up at the office, then you know, everybody shows up, goes to the office or to work and comes back and they just do it at that time and they do that and then they come back. When it comes to your creative work, eh, we don't have the same, the same approach. Um, and then, and then that's how it gets stuck, and that's how it doesn't move forward as much as it could, as fast as it could. I think we we quoted uh, um, Stephen Pressfield in the, in the last episode about this pro mindset, uh, which is not just for professionals. It's it's the pro mindset. It's uh, you need to, you cannot be the weekend warrior if you want to achieve goals, if you want to close this damn gap, right? Um, it's something that people who just do this as a, as a side gig or as a passion, if they believe they are stuck in a rut because they lack inspiration, um, you need to adopt the, the pro mindset. That's, uh, I think we, we, we've concluded that. <laughs> yes. Um, still, there are, there are ways that you can uh, make that easy because uh, if you are either with the camera in your hand, let's say you are in, in your home and you want to photograph something and maybe you don't even have the option of going out and finding new subjects, you need to find subjects in your house, that's not easy. Or if you're a writer and uh, you're in front of the dreaded blank page 
and what do I do now? How do how do I start writing? And what do I start writing about? That's that's not easy. Um, there are ways to to make that easier, to to facilitate that, to have little. Uh, we can call them rituals. We can call them practices. Uh, little little things that that help. Um, there is a. We both. Uh, love uh, uh, the book The Creative Habit by Twyla Tharp, right? I think uh, yeah. I, I haven't, I mean, I said I love it. I still have to read it. It's on my wish list. I, I love it because of all the great quotes that I read out of that book. But uh, I think you, you read that book and you, you told me you love it. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. it's really helpful the way she, well, she's an amazing woman anyway, so she's inspiring <laughs> just to read <laughs> about her. Um but yeah, she says she has this uh, ritual in, and she says, um, which is nothing to do with actually doing something. It's a series of things, and I, I don't do it. I don't do the same thing. But anyway, she descri- she describes it, and I, I will quote it if that's okay. Yes. I begin each day of my life with a ritual. I wake up at five thirty a.m., put on my workout clothes, my leg warmers, my sweatshirts, and my hat. She was a dancer for people who, and choreographer, very famous for people who don't know her. So I walk outside my Manhattan home, hail a taxi, and tell the driver to take me to the Pompinian gym at 91st Street and 1st Avenue, where I work out for two hours. The ritual is not the stretching and weight training I put my body through each morning at the gym. The ritual is the cab. The moment I tell the driver where to go, I have completed the ritual. She has set herself up to do the work. So you're setting your, then the work comes, then you are showing up at the gym and you're doing what you're doing. Obviously she's not gonna turn up and sit down and you know, have a coffee and do nothing. So she is doing the work, but it's getting yourself there in a sort of automatic way almost. Um, that becomes a habit and that becomes very easy to follow and I, I, I do that and I teach that um, to, to photographers, to professionals, and the power of routines. And you know, some people say, oh, I hate routines. Okay, that, that's the thing. In every course I make, there's somebody that says, oh, I hate routines. I would never follow a routine. And I say, well, everybody follows routines, whether you know it or not. Because you know, when you wake up in the morning, you don't start thinking, okay, how am I going to do this today? Will I have coffee first and then maybe brush my teeth? Or will I go to the bathroom first and then maybe have a shower? Will I, you know, normally we just do things the way we like, in the order of the way we like to do things. And we have routines. I know every morning I do pretty much the same things in the same order of, of, of you know, order of things. And uh, I don't have to think about it. And so those are the things that we do automatically and you don't miss any steps. If you miss a step, you're gonna miss it. You're gonna feel like, oh God, I didn't brush my teeth today. You know, but it's not something I forget because it comes automatically with the series of things that I do in the morning. You know, I'm sure you have the same type of thing. I'm sure everybody does. Yeah, beside the basic brushing your teeth every morning which becomes a habit once you, you start doing yeah, every day. That's, because... that's, that's, the, that's the power of habits. Mm-hmm. We tend to do things 
in as a routine in the same way and so we you know then we don't forget things we don't have to remember things it goes in automatic pilot and things just happen and we get ourselves in the in the right mood you know if i if i do these things then i am fully awake and ready to start the day if i don't brush my teeth wash my face or have a cup of tea or have a shower then i'm kind of still groggy and I'm not really in a good state to start the day, right? So at, at night it's the same. Some people have evening routines to get themselves in the right mood to, to sleep better. And we do this pretty much uh, even also during the day sometimes. Um, you know, if we think back, if we think about our own lives, we have quite a lot of routines and habits already set in place. Yeah. Uh... One of the things that I do, I don't do it every day, but if I if I think I might be go running the day one day, I will prepare my gear, my running gear that the night before. So I will set on my on my desk. I will set my I will put the shoes out, the socks, the trunk trunks, and the sh- and the jersey. So I see that in the morning I'm already prepared to. Okay, I need to go running, and I don't have to. To say, I mean, it, it can really become a blocker. Like, okay, I need to go running, and then before I need to go running, I need to find my shoes and find clean socks and a jersey, clean jersey, and so on. And sometimes that just gets in the way, and I, and I think, oh, if I have to do that, then it's going to be where where is me my armband for keeping the the phone when I'm running, and stuff like that, uh, which in a way ties into what we said, uh, I think, when many episodes ago about shaving the yaks. I think it yeah, was the yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, right? It's even more than that because then you you are setting yourself up to do something in the easiest possible way. You're preparing yourself. It's like when the children were small. I used to have all of the used to get them all of their backpacks and things for school ready the night before. Sorry, we had a place by the door called the launch pad, and so everything had to be on the launch pad ready to go before dinner. And so then they didn't have to worry about it anymore. And in the morning, we didn't have to scramble and get, you know, I'm late, I'm late, you know, I can't find this and I can't find that. Everything was ready, the clothes were done, they're ready for the next day. And so the mornings were much easier and much, you know, we were setting ourselves up for being on time, basically. That's all they needed to be, (laughs) be on time. And that was showing up for them. So um, having um, more having routines and having habits um, makes it much much easier. It was also in that case much easier for me because once this launchpad thing became a habit, I didn't have to say every day, "Get your bags ready, put your homework in, make sure you got everything." You know, they knew those things, and it was just a habit, and it was done. So um, and that made the work easier, uh, made everybody happier. You know, there's, there's a lot to be said for things like these happening uh, in your life. So, um, yeah, I don't know why it never worked with my daughter. <laughs> you need to prepare your, your bag before the night before. So in the morning, you're not at the last minute trying to, oh, what, what books do I need today? What material do I need today? And, and I always forget something. Yeah, to me that would that was absolutely crazy. And the fact is, when you have a when you have a habit and you want to 
start something new and you have a routine, then it's easier to actually get a new habit into a routine you already have. Uh, for instance, you know, if you want to go running every day, if you put that in your routine in the morning and you just make it part of that, it will be easier and easier and easier to do it every day. If you don't and you have to decide every day, when am I going to do it? When am I going to find half an hour to go running? When, you know, when can I get away to do it? Then one day you're not going to have time, the next day you're not going to have time, the third day you're going to forget about it, the fourth day you're going to say, well, I haven't done it in a week now, so I might as well wait till the weekend, and then it doesn't get done, right? So I'm, I did it myself with exercise. I, I don't like jogging, so I don't go running, and I would never do anything for half an hour because to me, I'm just not like that. But I knew I had to do something not to fall apart and so I decided that before I have a shower I would do some crunches or some training or some 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 of the things that I do for like five minutes or two minutes well I think I started with like one minute <laughs> and then it became two three four five and maybe I do 10 minutes, maybe less, maybe more depending on the days. but now when I turn on the shower that reminds me I gotta do that for a minute. Even if I'm in a hurry, I'll do like one or two minutes of something, which, because otherwise I feel like, oh God, I missed it today. I don't feel good about myself. So, um, I will, have, I will recommend a, into routines really, really helps. I will recommend a book to you. It's called a one minute workout. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I will have a look. You, you, you can use it. I mean, it's, it's great. It shows how you can get in real better shape with a very small expense yeah, no, of time. And I do that. You know, I started off, I think, was it this year has been a little harder because I was traveling all the time. So I didn't always have the place and the stuff. And so I wasn't on my own. But most of the time, that's what I managed to do. And actually, it's, you know, it's the only way. I can sort of, you know, keep functioning, I think, because otherwise it would be a disaster. Uh, especially as a photographer, you know, I realized that I didn't have uh, the strength, physical strength to do some things because I was not well physically. And so I really had to make some changes. And the only way, because I'm the laziest person you've ever met, <laughs> the only way was to um, add that into my morning routine, into, you know, into my habits. Do you do you find it helpful to have a, a calendar where you organize your daily activity, including the routines? Do you do that? Nope. No. No. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I won't claim it. I actually adhere to it perfectly, but I've got in my calendar. I've got some time for a workout. I got some time for writing. Oh, oh I do so. that. I have a morning routine that takes two hours and that happens every day. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if you mean, do I schedule it in my day? Yes. I don't write it in a calendar. Yeah, I, I write it just to remind myself. It's it's another little bit of things that helps. Yeah. Like, okay, I need to do workout because the uh, in the morning I look at my calendar and I see how oh, I'm supposed to do workout at this hour. And I, now gotta, I, I need to, to really I, do it. <laughs> yeah. 
No, I, my morning routine is always uh, more or less the same unless I am shooting early in the morning and I have to uh, go out, you know, a lot earlier. Um, and and so I, I I tend to have these things, you know, happening pretty much automatically every day. And the and then you know, in my calendar I have the things that I need to do that day for for work or for family. Whatever that, is, that changes every day. What are some of your morning routines, if you can say? Yeah, my morning routine is I, I, I get up, I have tea. Uh, I run on tea <laughs> in the morning, especially, and cream because I, I'm on a high fat diet. So I have that. Uh, and then I and then I sit down and I write for about half an hour at least. I write something called morning pages, which which I, I can tell you about. It's a very good way to uh, unblock creativity. So, and then I um, I read. Uh, I you know I tend to read fiction at night, and and all of the books that I um, I study for my work, for my coaching, and for you know myself. Uh, those I read in the morning. I read every morning for at least half an hour or an hour, and then I and then I start planning and writing down things that um, come to me. So it takes about two hours to do all this, and then I start my day. Can you tell us more about these morning pages? Where does the idea come from? For those who don't know, yeah, morning pages comes from at least I got it from. Um, a book called The Artist's Way that I <clears throat> strongly suggest everybody gets and reads by Julia Cameron. And uh, she's a writer and a musician. And she's been teaching courses on unblocking creativity for, I don't know, 40 years probably. Uh, it, the, the Artist's Way is actually a 12-week a course. It gives a, a lot of different techniques to unblock creativity, but um, the first one and the second one, um, the first one is the morning pages, and it's a technique that really has um, changed everything. Everything that I do comes out of morning pages, and uh, it's very simple to do. You take uh, a big, like an A4 spiral notebook, like a legal pad, you know, a, a big one, not a small one, because the space that we're writing needs to be big. Um, and you write three pages by hand and you write down anything that comes to you. You write down three pages without stopping. So what happens is that at the beginning, it's um, a brain dump. And sometimes at the beginning, it's a place where all kinds of uh, nasty, vicious things get dumped on a page <laughs> or, you know, problems, all kinds of things. And then it starts to... Um, she says don't read it for at least a month because the first few weeks are absolutely useless. And so don't go back and read them. You can throw them away. You can just, as long as you just do it to clear your head of uh, all of these uh, thoughts and emotions and uh, whatever is being blocking and it's been, you know, clogging up the system for years, obviously. And then you start writing and um, as you write, um, Things just come to you and answers, questions, ideas, creative ideas, uh, projects, um, 
better ways to plan. And I, I must say that every single thing that I'm doing now has come. I've been doing it for 15 years, so I have books and books of morning pages. But everything that I'm doing now and everything that is successful now has come out of, of that. So this is, she explains it in the book very well. So I suggest you get it, read it, do it. And that is one great morning habit. And people, I've actually taught it to a lot of my students and um, people do it, you know, on their way to work in on, on the tube or it, not in the car, not while you're driving, but <laughs> not driving, you can take it with you and do it there. It's great to do it as early in the morning as you can, because we're still connected to, to our unconscious, you know, things. I used to send the kids to school and then sit down with a cup of tea and, and do it. And um, find a, a moment that works. And uh, yeah, it's... Um, incredible what comes up and actually if any of you do it any of our listeners already do it be great to hear what you think about it and how it works for you because then other people can see that it's not just me <laughs> and um and then if you start to do it you can come back and tell us and if you need any help doing it we'll be really glad to help at least i will be ugo you're starting tomorrow morning uh, maybe. <laughs> I actually have another idea in mind, which I just basically started um, because I was uh, reading. I mean, today we mentioned a huge number of books. I think that our audience will end up spending all their money on books if we, they keep following us. But this <laughs> is uh, from a book called Zen Camera by David Urich. And uh, he has this, uh, this routine, this practice that he suggests that people do. They just... Uh, uh, go out it can be in the morning um, actually i was busy this morning i will do it right after we record this i'm going to uh, to go to milan because uh, there's a conference there that i want to attend so i'm going to bring my camera uh, and you suggest that you just walk around in your hometown or wherever you can for for some time for maybe half an hour and take photos of anything that inspires you just clearing your mind get into kind of a zen uh, zone where you don't uh, you don't shoot something because you have something in mind that you want to achieve you just photograph anything that strikes your fancy that you find interesting and then after time you you collect those photos and you try to find the uh, commonalities you try to find subjects that constantly strike you arrangements of objects uh, compositions uh, the way the light plays with objects, the way maybe the, if you photograph people, the way that people behave on the street or, or things like that. So that, that's going to be my my routine for from now on every time I go out, like to, to buy groceries or for anything. Or if I don't have to go out, I'll just go out with, with that idea in mind. And I'm going to mm, prepare my camera the night before, make sure my batteries are charged, make sure my memory cards are in the camera, put it on my desk so in the morning I know after exercise after shower I'll go out and, and take some photos for maybe half an hour this is I my do. going to be my my morning pages they're only written with light <laughs> yeah. it's two different things I do that uh, I don't do that every day I do that every time I leave the house I go out and I know that I'm going to you know try to take at least one photo I use my phone and uh, so I keep it really simple because if I had to remember cards, cameras, <laughs> to 
for me. <laughs> it would never happen. So I use my phone and I'm so, you know, I'm, I just think the technology is amazing that we can, we can do that. We always have a camera on us. And uh, I must say that's really helped because to actually look around and um, see things, notice things, look for things is really interesting, makes even going, you know, food shopping more interesting. So it's um, feeding that creative kind of streak that I like. Yeah, another practice that Ulrich suggests is to just go to some place like a cafe or a bench in the park and spend some time observing things. Just learn to observe. That's yeah. another thing that, that you can uh, you can definitely do. And I think you you just hinted at that, just watching things, watching the life of the street and gravel in front of you or the, the birds or the trees, whatever. And learn how light plays with subjects and, and things like that. So, OK, yeah. uh, I think we've given uh, our listeners uh, a few ideas on on what to do, how to start uh, adding routines to their daily lives, uh, to the idea of getting down to, to do work, no matter what, and then inspiration will come as a byproduct of work, and how to set up yourself, maybe even the night before, for success on the coming day, and um, through rituals. So we, we covered a lot of ground in this episode. I think so. It exciting now i want to go and do stuff yep. <laughs> <laughs> let's get down let's get down to work and stop just, uh, <laughs> rambling on this podcast no just kidding uh, it's great it's uh, i really love this conversation we had today i mean loved all the conversations that we had in in the past episodes and i'm pretty sure we're going to to come up with even better ones in in what's to come uh, in the next weeks uh, just like to remember our listeners that you they can find this episode and all the others at our website at closingthegap.live and uh, also on Apple Podcasts and every other channel just uh, uh, look for Closing the Gap. There's actually a, a couple of other podcasts that have Closing the Gap in the title, but uh, I'm sure you'll find us, uh, especially if you go through the, the website at closingthegap.live. Yes. Okay. Uh, Good. So we'll see you next week. I'll Talk see you next week. Talk soon. Yes. Bye bye. Take care. Go do stuff. Bye. <laughs>